thank you for the opportunity yes yeah okay so um hello everybody thank you very much for joining us once again in our next interview i know we are starting about 13 29 minutes behind schedule but there are so many reasons why this happened i was delayed in a previous appointment you know um so i better just say that now i was kept on a queue for about 30 to 40 minutes so that completely threw off this plan um i just managed to rush in and I thank our guest composer for today for waiting patiently and setting things up with me. So thank you very much. Um, so we're just going to go right into it. Thanks to everybody who is joining us live. Anybody who's going to watch it later. Thanks for your patience to those of you who've been waiting to join us live. Um, our guest composer for today has joined us. I will allow him to introduce himself. Okay. My name is Mokale Kwapeng. Mokale Kwapeng. Okay. Yes. Thank you originally, very much. originally from yeah, yes, okay, all right. Oops, I'm, I'm ahead of myself. Yes, please <laughs> yeah. carry on, carry on. Today's interview is all about you finding out about you as an African composer. So please, yes, let's carry on. Tell us about yourself. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm originally from South Africa. Uh, relocated two years ago, uh, 2018 in August. Relocated to Zambia. I'm teaching in a small denominational university in the southern province of, of Zambia. Yes, I'm a, I'm a music lecturer. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so you used to live in South Africa. You were from South Africa. You now live in Zambia. You said it's a denominational yes. university. Do you mean like a religious university started by a church or... Yes, it is by a church, the Seventh-day Adventist Church, yeah. But um, students, you know, the student body is actually, from, you know, all multi-denominational, yeah. It, it, it's okay. not only for Seventh-day Adventist, yes. You know, there are other students from other you know, denominations, yes. Okay, so let's go a little bit more into, you know, your history. Before we talk about you as a composer, you can tell if you can tell us where you were born, um, a little bit about your background, where you went to school, if you went to university, where you did to go to university. Let's hear about that. Yes, yes. Well, uh, I was born in Soweto, in Johannesburg. Uh, lived there almost, you know, for the, almost the rest of my life um, in, in Johannesburg. Uh, I also received my schooling in in, in Soweto. Uh, primary and secondary school, even my music education, you know, uh, uh, I received it in Soweto. Um, my first encounter with an orchestra was also in Soweto. So Soweto is not a bad place, <laughs> after all. <laughs> you know, there are a number of good things that, that yes, you know, that emanate from, from the place, yes. Um, then after my high school, I went to, you know, our local university, uh, the University of the Witwatersrand uh, in 1983. But then uh, I had to ask or make a request to the Minister of Education to grant me permission to, work, to, to study in that university. Uh, because around that period, they had what they call Group Areas Act uh, which meant I could not stay in the residence, you know, the, the university residence in town, because blacks were not allowed. Uh, and I had to um, write a letter why I wanted to study in a white university, uh, whilst there were what they call Bush universities or universities that were meant for blacks. 
So I had to tell them that you know the course that I wanted to do in music is not available in other universities. Yeah. So uh, that's how it all started anyway. Yeah. Right. Uh, wow. That is a very interesting history. I did not expect to hear any of that at all. <laughs> wow. Actually, I was yeah. going to talk a little bit or to try to broach the subject of apartheid. But towards the end yes. of the interview, but it, since it has come up now, um, this is really interesting that you had to write a letter. You said to the, is it the education minister or what was it? I think yes, the, the 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 minister of education, Sam Pierre. I remember his name very well, you know, because I wrote the letter in 1982. <laughs> yes, um, and and look, it was up to him whether he says yes or no. Uh, luckily, he said yes, you know, um, but I was not the first one to, you know, a number of blacks who, who studied at VETS, uh, University of the Witwatersrand, Rand, uh, had to write and ask for permission and give reasons why they wanted to study in, in a white university rather than a black university. Yes. Okay, right. Um, I think we should just follow this topic, you know, continue down this, continue along this, this line. <laughs> Was the education oh. free? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I see that you're celebrating. Okay, was the education no, 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 it was not free. It no, was it not was free. Only uh, for permission. It was not uh, for uh, a scholarship as well as permission. No scholarship. It was just for permission. And um, then you get granted permission, then you pay same fees like others who did not you know ask for permission so um and you you are not allowed to stay you know in the university residence because they were reserved for you know because the uh, of what we call group areas act uh blacks were not allowed to to live in the cities the university was based in the city so that that involved about two hours of travel every morning and in the you know evenings yeah Goodness. Right. Um, <laughs> wow. Well, well done. Well done. I, I don't, I don't, sorry. As, as everybody can see, this is Africa. This is Africa. You know, I am from Nigeria. This is, um, this is, I, I'm not, I'm not even sure how, how somebody like me would have handled this situation. You know, I'm sure many people gave up on their ambitions and their dreams, unless I'm maybe misreading the situation this yeah, is yeah yes um you know i have a colleague a friend who you know we started together uh but dropped you know along the way uh, but i know a number of people who actually completed their their studies were quite resilient and uh, i guess when you are when you are you get exposed to a situation of that nature uh certain you know, things that demonstrate resilience in you show up, you know, you find ways of surviving. Um, but it, it was it was difficult, yes, you know, that, that I have to admit, yeah. Okay, well, congratulations. You are a composer. It is wonderful that we can talk to you today. <laughs> um, so let us, let yes. us um, let's go straight to you as a composer. When did you start composing? Can you remember when you actually started? Um, I'm, I'm sort of a late bloomer, if I may call. I mean, when you consider the fact that Mozart started when he was under 10, 
Sorry. You know, I started when I was over 20. <laughs> yes, sorry. Let us just quickly remind Mozart about the first part of this interview and what we just discussed. So, no, it doesn't matter when you started. Okay. <laughs> yes. No, true. No, no, no. That, 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 that's, that's true. I'm just making an excuse, you know. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, basically, I, I started when, 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 when I was almost towards the end of my, 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 my university studies. Uh, because I was not a composition major, I was an educate music education major. So I was training to be to become a music teacher. But um, interestingly, my first compositional um, uh, uh, effort now I remember was based on an Igbo uh, text. I've forgotten. I have to find that. I found because. In the 80s, I was attracted to, to, to black consciousness and Pan-Africanism. So I wanted to study about other African countries. Perhaps that's the reason why I find myself in Zambia now. And I remember, you know, there was a, uh, um, you know, I, I used, you know, Igbo text. That was in 1985, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I've forgotten the text, but I, I know that, yes, you know, so <laughs> it's, it's like more than 30 years later that I connect with somebody from Nigeria to talk about this. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's, I feel like I've, I've gone a full cycle regarding yeah. this. Eh? <laughs> yeah. All right. So that yeah. was your, your first composition was um, the text. Igbo. Um, do, you, do you know, why did you pick, why did you pick music specifically? Uh, I'm going to to steal a quote from from Leonard Bernstein that you know I did not pick music music picked me, <laughs> um, but I I am from what what one might call I, I I always argue and debate that it's it's not about musical families, but it's about musical environments you know because you you will find a person who whose parents or in his family, they might not be musicians, but there might be a lot of music playing around. Then they get, you know, influenced. So uh, I've seen quite a number of people who just emerge, you know, from those environments. So, yeah, well, you can say a, a music, you know, family, but I, as I say, I prefer to say, you know, music you know, environment. Yeah, my, my, my father was, was, was a chorister together with my mother. Uh, my brother was actually my first music teacher um, for theory and recorder and a bit of, 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 of piano. Uh, my sister is also a music teacher. Uh, my other sisters are singers. So, um, yeah, well, you can say musical family. Well, yes. It's fine. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it is. Definitely is. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and when, when, I, when I did my grade, grade 10, by then, grade 10, uh, I told my father that I want to, to study music, you know. Um, I know some other African parents, uh, I'm experiencing it even right now uh, with some of the students that I'm trying to attract into our degree. Their parents are opposed to them studying music, they would say, no, you know, they start talking of employment prospects that you won't get a job and all that. You know, um, I, I think it's, it's almost an African story. Yeah. 
Um, so, but my father was actually elated, very excited that I'm going to study music. Um, and I never looked back, you know, and he supported me all the way. He went around town telling his friends that my son is going to study music and, you know, he's going to be, you know, this, yeah, you know, he was, he was quite excited. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, fantastic. Um, you said that you now stay in Zambia. Well, you now stay in Zambia, but, um, Besides the fact that you stay in Zambia, you mentioned, you talked about your interest in Africa generally. Um, as a person, yes. you have a keen interest in Africa, finding out about Africa and music. And, and you know, you try to to know more about the continent and not just, you know, not one country or not specifically yes, your country. Yes. Um, during the time you've spent in Zambia, I know it's just, you only moved there in 2018, you said in August. Have you met yes, any Zambian yes. composers at all or any other African composers in Zambia? Um, the one composer, uh, which is a bit embarrassing <laughs> for me, the one only composer that I am uh, that I, I got to know is the one who founded the music department. Well, that's a bit convenient for me. Uh, John Moesa, John Anderson Moesa, um, a very important person uh, in in Zambian music education and music generally because he, uh, the, the university where I am, Rusangu University, is the first university to have a comprehensive music degree, four-year degree. Um, and he also initiated some music programs, I believe, at the University of Zambia, which is a state university. And I'm also made to believe that the very first president of, of Zambia, Kenneth Kaunda, was his piano student, you know, so he's an important man. Yes, yeah, um, but uh, and his sons are also composers. Um, but I, 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 it's interesting because in December I was talking to one of my students, uh, and we're talking about uh, having to start to make a collection uh, and write about Zambian composers. So um, I think by you know during the course of this year. If you were to ask me a question about Zambian uh, uh, composers, I'll give you a whole list of, of, of composers. Um, but it, I, I guess one of the reasons is because of the music education situation in, in this country. Um, that's the reason why um, I do not have easy access to, you know, to, 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 to local composers. Um, it's one of the things that still need, needs to be properly researched. I'm not saying uh, they are not there, and uh, I'm not saying that you know somebody has not has not made a a collection of of of, of composers. But the yeah, but I think there is a gap in terms of connecting you know uh, a, a, a Zambian composers to to to, to, to you know, the, 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 the whole continent. I mean, uh, for instance, I know several, you know, uh, composers from, from Ghana, Nigeria, and other parts of Africa. Uh, and, and the fact that um, I only know of one you know, composer from Zambia. So I, I think it's, it's something that, that the university and other musicians in the country should commit, you know, uh, to commit themselves to, yes. Okay, okay, and you talked about your colleague um, setting up a music, let's say music department at Rusangu University, and I believe you are 
taking you know you're playing a major role in that because we've seen some of the posts you you put online over the years about over the last few years about what's going on there um how is it how is the department coming along how is the how is the initiation of the music department coming along is it exciting are you having facing challenges um look you know any any music department uh, and this is not just an African story, but it's a, it's, it's a universal story. Any music department, you'll have a cocktail of, of exciting things because of talent and the fact that you are in the creative space, uh, dealing with new music and all that. That is exciting in itself. But now there's the question of resources. You know, we always have problems with resources. Um, you struggle to get pianos tuned. <laughs> you struggle to 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 to, to buy instruments. Um, so it, you know that's that's you know a, a, a problem that 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 exists in almost all the universities that I've been. You know, even in South Africa, uh, you do not have easy access to, you know, to resources. Uh, I think it's just a question of degrees. The degree here is slightly higher in terms of of absence of, of resources, but uh, we are not allowing that to dictate how things should pan out. We basically want to, you know, to take charge of the situation, uh, motivate students, create opportunities for them, uh, be creative in terms of, of finding solutions to difficult situations, yes. Okay, okay. Um, let's talk about you now as a collaborator because anybody who follows you online on social media will, and if anybody Googles you or looks you up on YouTube, you will discover quickly, very quickly, that you are you like to collaborate, you like to work with people um, in the music space. Yes. Can you tell us about, and I don't, I don't just mean in Zambia, even before, you know, over the last few decades. So can you tell us about some of your collaborations yeah. and which ones, or which one is your most memorable? Um, well, I, I, I can say that God has given me the gift to, to network and, and generally be nice to people. <laughs> um, so that, that somewhat makes it easier for me to, to really connect with, with colleagues and, and make friends with, 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 with other musicians. Um, now, to your question, the, the most memorable um it's a, a a a recording actually it even started before it, it did not start as a recording it started as a concert where my my gospel group i had a, i had a group of men about 16 guys in soweto we called ourselves Stasa Choral. We we're doing a whole range of things, gospel music we did you know a traditional music we do some close harmony uh, spirituals and you know we tried a, a lot of things and we also worked with quite a number of musicians in South Africa like uh, Smongile Kumalo, Gloria Bosman, Wendy Mseleku, you know. Uh, um, so um, so there was this one a, a city-based festival, Johannesburg-based festival called Arts Alive. Um, it, you know, I was asked to, to to produce the gospel section of the of the festival. Uh, I did that, brought some of these musicians together. But somebody in Pretoria heard about you know the group and heard about me, and that gentleman was coordinating 
a visit of a group from Britain called Ifa Jolini, uh, which is a group mainly uh, which was made up of students from Oxford University, you know, former students from Oxford University. Okay. We we managed to put the two two groups together uh, within a short space of time, uh, less than a week, and we had a performance in Soweto. And uh, given the the success of this of the of the concert. We, you know, the, the, that gentleman from Pretoria managed to put some funds together. We went into a studio, did a demo track, um, I think for about three songs. And when the, our British friends went back home, they had that demo and, you know, basically took it to several companies, companies like Decca, uh, Warner and, and, you know, several and Warner through their classical label, uh, 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 the classical label called Errato Discs, was interested. And, and in 1998, we recorded. It was a groundbreaking, you know, a, a, a CD a collaborating. You know, a, a sort of group collaborating with a British group, and um, the that collaboration lasted from 1994, uh, 1995 rather, when the two groups met, right um, until 2006. You know, we went back and forth, you know, England, we even went to Bermuda, did a lot of performances together, uh, you know. Um, so that was, that, 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 that's the one collaboration that, that stands out. And interestingly, even up to now, uh, we are still friends, musical friends, with those you know, uh, members of FIFA Giolini. We are talking of you know, other possible projects. So, um, you know, the, 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 that collaboration has has a you know a very long shelf life. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. Well done. Sounds really exciting and like a, a major accomplishment. So, well done to all of you. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. Yes. So you talked about um, the event that was called Arts Alive, and you were asked to work on the gospel side, the gospel composition, yes. and, and you know that that um, that part of the event. I want to find out from you yes. now, looking at African composers generally, or Zambian or South African. Do you think that African composers pick any group you want? Actually, compose because we look at gospel. We talk about gospel just now. Arts Alive. Do you think that we compose enough, or they compose enough works to highlight? particular subjects that affect Africans, um, child abuse, governance issues, you know, lack of resources, healthcare, infrastructure, violence between people, uh, between ethnic groups, you know, mm. sometimes even a lack of respect for human life. Do you yeah, yeah, think yeah. that these topics are too dark for us to concentrate on? We're looking at gospel. If you look at some of the previous interviews we've done on, as part of this program, the African composer interviews, you notice that a lot of the compositions, not all of them, but largely, you know, a lot of them, a lot of them are religious. Uh, they have religious uh, yeah. meanings. Do you, what is your yeah. opinion on these topics that are being picked by African composers? Yeah, um, do you see where, where, when it comes to gospel composers and gospel music, um, I, I think it's a bit unfortunate, you know, that uh, gospel composers and and, and gospel musicians um, at at times I get a feeling, and I could be wrong, you know, a feeling that we get so religious and so heavenly that we become seriously oblivious 
of you know, the current situation, you know, the challenges that we live in. Uh, you know, um, yes, we believe in God. Yes, we want to, to sing praises, but that does not uh, necessarily mean that we've got to neglect the responsibility we have in terms of, yes, so, a, a, a respect for human life, uh, you know, child abuse, uh, government and, and all that. It, it looks like gospel musicians uh, don't see that as their responsibility. They only deal with other you know, spiritual matters. Um, but uh, interestingly, from the collaboration that, that, that we did with this group in, in, in England, um, a piece that I wrote in 1988, um, when I wrote that piece, I was mainly, it was just an, an, an emotional outpour after the death of my father. So I was just reflecting on that. But uh, when I completed composing the piece, I decided to, rather than uh, let it be a, a, a personal testimony or reflection of my state, but I decided to do it, uh, be, let, let it become a continental uh, a, a, a song to appeal for peace throughout Africa. And I, I called the peace Kujo Ebe Africa, which means a chant for peace in Africa. And um, interestingly, a lot of Americans have actually fallen in love with the peace. Um, there are more scores uh, sold in America than in Africa. Well, I'm not sure if Africans buy scores. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's a topic for another day. Another day, okay. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. Um, so, but. I was deliberate when, when it comes to that, the, 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 that composition that I'm talking about uh, addressing violence in, in the continent, uh, that God must grant us peace in the continent. And, and, and I, 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 that's, that's one of the things that, I'm, that I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about, that you know, we should actually find peace in, you know, in, in, in the continent. And, um, I have, you know, encountered a number of, of, of composers who, who have addressed issues like HIV, AIDS, uh, women and child abuse. Okay. There are, but um, now I've just seen something that, that is going to happen in my country on the 21st of, of March, because the 21st of March is what you call the Human Rights Day. Um, yeah, uh, but... You know, uh, you know, the, the 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 title of the day. I mean, the, the 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 name used for the day is a bit debatable because that's when the apartheid government uh, shot about uh, you know more than more than fifty people from from you know Sharpeville and shot at the back when they were running away. You know, and so then before you know the new government, the the day was called Sharpeville Day. Um, now the new government has decided to call it, you know, Human Rights Day. You know, that's that's fine. But uh, the problem is that you know when they say Human Rights Day, uh, focus has you know shifted from what actually happened in in what you know in 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 Shabville. and the community in Shabville is still ignored. And and you know, so I, I think that there has to be a conversation around that. So, but I've seen several choirs uh, organizing concerts around that day, and they've decided to call it uh, choral music for human rights. 
So, which is quite admirable that they are dealing with current issues. You know, I admire that. Yes. Okay, that's um, that's really interesting. You know, uh, you've given us a little bit more. In fact, you know, additional, an additional historic history lesson um, on about what happened in, in Sharpville, the unfortunate incidents. I'm really sorry to hear. You know, a lot of the stories that yeah. have, came out of South Africa's recent history and more generally, yeah. basically, global history. Um. Yes, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with your suggestions that more composers should probably look wider at a broader um, set of topics to compose, including, in fact, even if it's talking about something positive about Africa. So we have, I know of one yes. composer in Nigeria who's written about mosquitoes, you know, because he knows about the issues with malaria and mosquitoes. Malaria, yes. Yes, yes I know yes, about yes, the Rwandan yes. composer who wrote to remember, to commemorate the genocide, you know, that I saw that one the last genocide, year. Yes. Yes, I, I know of some sort yes. of composers. Um, will I call them his composers, or is this just, just part of your folk music history? I talk about the strength of South Africa, the, you know, your kings, your kings, your warriors. So I know about yes, that as well. Yes, I think, yes, I think composers yes, of today yes. need to probably up to them, add their voices and contribute. And as you say, to record the stories of the day. And the day, you know, yes, otherwise, yes. otherwise, African history will be the warriors of the past, blank. <laughs> then blank. Yes, yes. Let's let's talk about some efforts that you are making at Rusango University. You recently put out, and I will read this, you recently put out an invitation to composers globally asking them to submit their works. First of all, are these compositions going going to actually be used? I guess you will sift through and decide which ones you want. Are they going to be used at your university? What's the plan for these compositions? Um, first of all, <clears throat> what I, I, I have noticed when I got here uh, to the, the, the university and in Zambia, I, I actually realized that the, the country, uh, the musicians, the classical musicians in particular, uh, are obsessed, you know, for want of a better word, they are so absorbed in in your Mozart, your Handel, your Haydn. So it's nothing else but classical music, classical music. So um, last year I, I gave, a, you know, I think it's about three of my piano students, um, some music by various African uh, composers um, or composers of African descent. Uh, I, I use the uh, William Chapman Nyaho Oxford University Press, you know, series. Yes, I think five volumes. So I gave them. Um, the, I think the the I, I can't recall the composers, but it's several composers of African descent. And I'm glad that the students actually liked the music. So the idea was, um, you know, we we're going to put up a performance of what uh, again a Yuba calls African pianism, you know. Okay. Um, yes, so we still have to, you know, to, you know, it's one of the things that we plan doing. But then I realized that um, uh, I only have five volumes of piano music, uh, yet we have flute students, we have trumpet students, guitar students, and other instruments. Okay. Then, then that's when I said, no, we need to to. Uh, expand, you know, uh, and get repertoire for all those instruments. Uh, this is part of a plan that, even though this is a denominational uh, university, 
uh, we need to expose our students to other uh, styles and genres you know within 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 music so they would do your religious you know arranged hymns for the respective instruments and then i you know, they do your mozart you know one classical piece but the centerpiece is a work by an african composer so that's that's you know the uh, you know basically we are we are it's it's building blocks you know uh, uh, just initiated uh, hoping that you know it, 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 it will take off yes okay i'm not going to read out the entire um there's some text in the invitation so let's just read it i'm going i want to ask what a particular phrase in this invitation means so the call effectively is saying that the music department is poised to position works by composers of african descent and compositions that pledge, in quotes, allegiance to Africa in the mainstream. This is your call. You know, you work with the music department. We are talking about pledging yeah. allegiance to Africa in the mainstream. Some of these words, I'm not sure what pledge allegiance means and what mainstream means. Can you expand on, on this call? Yeah. Let, let's start with, with, with mainstream. Currently, uh, in most universities, uh, mainstream would be your Mozart. Okay. your handel beethoven you know um then you know other other is you know uh, uh, universities would have your you know, jazz departments um well fortunately with jazz departments uh, mainstream would be composers of african descent who are based in america your chuck ellington's and all that okay. so i think we'll have we'll have less debate on that one yeah but when it comes to art music um so you know i find it strange that in africa and you know african universities our mainstream should be european music you know um so basically what i am trying to say is that we need to put it the other way around uh, music composed by africans should be part of the mainstream should be should serve as the mainstay of our curriculum. And um, it's, it's I, tr I tried it with several universities in South Africa because I was you know, associated with, with two universities in terms of teaching. And uh, the idea did not take off, you know, because of, you know, uh, institutional history. Um, so, but I, I tried, you know, my, my, the very last university where I worked at UNISA, uh, I deliberately included music of you might know Bongadin Dotana Brin. Yes, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, Victor Manison from, from Ghana. And I used uh, Akin Ayuba uh, as part of, you know, you know in, 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 in examples and uh, based examination questions or analysis on their music oh, okay um, yes and uh, the last you know performance i did in in our our national you know, uh, festival in 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 Grahamstown. i i had music from you know i uh, samuel coolrich taylor uh, whose father was liberian the mother was british i had Bode uh, omojola uh, from nigeria uh, I have uh, Lazarus Ekwemu, 
I hope I've you know, Lazo, it yes. correctly. Yes, yes. He's yes. really yeah. famous in Nigeria. Yes, I, I, I had their music in my program. So it's not just talk, you know. So um, <laughs> in terms of performance, we did that. So the, I believe that an African university, uh, the centerpiece or the mainstay of their curriculum should be African composers. Um, so uh, uh, I'm, I'm a bit impatient with it because, you know, um, we, we, we have waited for too long, you know, to, 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 to get recognition. I'll be, I'll be, you know, personally, I've, I've had a situation where I took a back seat in terms of composition, but work on, you know, getting, promoting African composers, getting them into the programs, trying to get them into, you know, into the curriculum. So that's what I'm, I'm, I, I will be doing, you know, uh, uh, with, with, uh, with our department, yes. Okay, okay, this is uh, it's absolutely commendable and it is a fair opportunity that you are given to composers who are alive today or those who know of composers who composed a long time ago to submit their works and put their God, works forward. Submit, it's, yes, yeah. It's a fair opportunity because, yeah. I mean, if, if you live in Africa, I, you know, when I, I didn't know about these things until I stepped outside the continent for some time and I realized that some, the African voice is so easy to eclipse, but what you are doing now is saying, listen, I'm asking you Africans now directly to send me your works, which is commendable because there are those who, who will not do that. They will go and pick, you know, somebody who's already well known and famous who potentially was helped by a platform of maybe a Western country, some country yes, outside of Africa. Yes. And that's eclipses the voices of Africans because people pick the convenient and ignore yeah. everybody else. So this is a fair yes. chance. It's yes, yeah. Yeah. To compose a thick part, I suppose. Um, so that's, I mean, well done and thank you very much. <clears throat> I just no, no, thank, quickly, you. thank you. I just want to quickly uh, go back to what the topic is. That's a weighty subject, talking about South Africa and the history. Um, it's quite a touchy one. It's a, it's a painful, painful thing to, to talk about, painful subject. Um, I was going to ask you generally if you experienced if you live through part of the apartheid period, and you know, looking at yourself now, are you going to? Do you think you are going to write songs going forward to talk about apartheid, to talk about painful history? Do you think it is healthier to stop truth and reconciliation and and move on? You know, and it's, that's best for everybody. Yeah, um, <clears throat> you know, it's 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 interesting uh, even today. The Jews still talk about uh, the Holocaust. What they experienced, the Holocaust. You know, um, I find it strange that Africans should not talk about colonialism, apartheid, and all that. You know, it's like let's move on, let's move on. Yet, can we say the same thing about the Jews? That let them move on. Uh, if I say that, uh, will that be taken as anti-Semitism? You know, I think if we were to level the playing field if the jews talk about holocaust africans are entitled to talk about colonialism are entitled to talk talk about uh, apartheid uh, no person has the right to dictate to me how i should respond about uh, respond to my history my experiences I am the only one who should, who has the right to 
talk about it and talk the way I want to talk about it. Um, the, but uh, um, in terms of my compositional output, uh, I have written a, a well, yeah, it's a major work. It takes about five, uh, 25 minutes. It's a cantata for choir and orchestra. It's called Cantus in Memoriam 76. Uh, and I'm writing up uh, in that I've used the the poetry of Lesekho uh, Rampolokeng, uh, who was called a protest poet, and and Don Matera. Um, the work is all about the student revolution in 1976, but the work was commissioned by our national festival in Grahamstown in 2006 to commemorate the 30th anniversary of 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 the of the you know of the event in 1976 yeah so um if i want to write about the sharpville massacre of the, the 21st march uh, nobody should you know has the right to say no you can't write about that you can't compose about that let's move on no 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 i want to and actually, I encourage composers to write about these things so that they remain in the memory of our 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 children and grandchildren and great grandchildren. Um, look, today, you you know, we 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 hear about so many the fact that we you know uh, uh, I'm I'm thinking of oh you 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 listen we we still listen to Finlandia. Which is a work that was composed by Jean Sibelius uh, to protest Russian oppression and 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 you know when they were still you know uh, under the, you know Russian uh, uh, the Russian government uh, to a point that Finlandia they have extracted that you know the, the famous hymn "Be Still My Soul." It's given so many treatments. It, you know um, it, it's. Uh, uh, Christians they have extracted that they call it be still my soul now uh, now the new one is I then shall live but the same theme you know so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm particularly uh, let me say angry when we are not same giving the same treatment as you know uh, uh, white composers or or even whites when when we have to express ourselves or talk about our experiences uh, Hey man, we are not made of steel. <laughs> we have feelings. We need to express ourselves, eh? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's really interesting. It's been a it's been a very interesting conversation. You know, talking to you today, listening, yeah, learning from you, hearing about your experiences. Um, some really touching, heavy, weighty subjects that you've talked about today. So, it's been it's been it's been brilliant. It's been quite an experience. It's a shame that we have to no, bring the conversation you, to a close too too early yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. there is so much to talk about yeah yeah yes yes no 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 that's fine yeah look um i i think uh, in hopefully there will be another opportunity to talk up you know about these things and we'll definitely start on time because we'll have everything in, in place yeah <laughs> then we will be talking about the progress that we are making because one other interest that i have uh, is the collection of of, of traditional music, uh, you know, in, in this part of of the world, particularly in, in in Zambia, because there's there's quite a lot of interesting 
and exciting, you know, indigenous music, yes. Okay. Do you know, if you can spare us a few more minutes, I would like to actually talk about that very briefly, if you don't mind, because... Yeah, yes, no, 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 yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks for that. Part of the reason why I started these interviews is because I basically the theme I've put together for this interview is an African, African composer interviews recording history. Because as an African, I'm sure you probably, or you may have heard this, we are always been told that African history is not written down. It's passed on verbally yes, from yeah, grandparents. Yeah. Yes, yes, and now yes, you, you yes. talked about um, a lot of music that's available that you are trying to, I guess, collect or record. There's only one problem. A lot of it is largely referred to as folk music. It's just folk yes. music. It's written down anywhere. Yes. How are you, how how will you ensure that what you are recording is the actual sound? And are you going to attribute it to a village or to a town or to a composer? A lot of these things were just passed down orally. And we need to have these yes. kinds of interviews to stop people speculating about, you know, for example, you in 50 years, in a hundred years' time, it's all recorded. You've told the world about yourself. But these these pieces, these works you are now going to collect, most of them are just referred to as folk music. How do you attribute, yeah. how do you ensure it's accurate? Yeah, do, do, do you know, the, 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 I remember in the in the 80s, you know, uh, we used to, together with colleagues, we used to debate about these things. Uh, whenever people talked about uh, Western classical music, then we, we actually, I was working in a place where we deliberately referred to our indigenous music. Um, I mean, a person, let me give you an example. You find a, a master player on a kora. Um, why should that person be referred to as a, a traditional musician? And you look at the complexity of the instrument. You look at the complexity of the compositional techniques. You know, uh, the fact that a Western scholarship is biased or does not understand uh, the compositional techniques uh, or regards the compositional techniques because of the you know uh, uh, racial bigotry as inferior than Western uh, 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 compositional techniques. Uh, that does not necessarily mean that the music uh, does not qualify as African art music or African classical music. You know, um, now, you know, the, the challenge that you are, you are posing is writing these things down. Um, I guess that's the challenge that we, we, we all has, have to face as, as African scholars, African composers, and African educators, because um, the question of notational systems, you know, because the current uh, Western notation is not uh, equipped to capture the spirit and 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 you know all the facets of 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 of, of the music. And um, I'm afraid that I, I might not necessarily have a definitive answer to that. But all I can say is I can make a contribution towards. Um, you know, uh, I've, I've, I've seen so many notational systems of African music. Some, I, when I look at them, I don't understand them. I said, oh my, you know, uh, I prefer recordings, you know, uh, and rec recordings of old, 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 old musicians. So I guess it will be a combination of, of various methods. 
and who knows perhaps two three years from now one of our students one of your students might come up with a comprehensive notational system of Af you know for african music and by the way remember uh, we can't have one notational system because our music is so varied it's so wide and you know we, we cannot say now this is one african method of or one method of Af writing african music it's like uh well you know westerners they would say you look the same you know you know, I think I'm trying to be oh, careful. Oh, not West Africa. To Sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, thought, I thought you meant West Africa would say one thing, North Africa would say something else. South. No. 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 West. West. No. No. Westerners. You know, white okay. people. You know, Europeans. Okay. And, yes. They would, they would say like, you look the same. You know, yes. Yes. I mean, the, 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 for instance, when you you know when you go to America. Uh, you meet up, we meet up with a person and they ask you, Hey, man, I have a friend in South Africa. <laughs> they expect you, they expect us to know each other, you know, of having met or you know, some, okay. some of these strange things. Yes, yeah, okay. Uh, wow, it's um, well done. I, I wish you, you and your teams, you know, success with that that's um goal that you've set for yourself and I suppose, yes, for yourselves more generally. It's going to it's going to involve a lot of work, a lot of research to get everything as close to yes um, to yeah. what it is as possible especially since a lot of it is not written down as, as we said before so you know well done keep up the keep up the absolutely brilliant and very good work you are definitely you know a voice to be heard someone to listen to to, Thank you. to learn Thank from you much. Yeah. especially from a historical perspective and if, if people are separated from their history i'm not calling you somebody who is you know <laughs> when you say history people think oh she's calling him uh, she's saying his age or something you know no yes um, yes yeah. It's important for us not to be disconnected from, from our history. We've learned, yeah. well, I personally yes. have learned quite a few things talking to you today, and it's been fantastic. I'm really glad you've, you know, you had the time and you were able to join us today. Thank you very yes. much. No, no, thank no. you. No, th th thank you for the opportunity. Yes, and I'll, I'll keep supporting the African Composers. Series. Oh, thank yes. you so yeah. much. Thanks to everybody who joined yeah. us, anyone who's going to watch this later. Um, feel free to contact yes. our guest yeah. composer. He's available on Facebook. And you know what? It's been yeah. brilliant. Thank you, and thanks again. Have a good evening. Bye-bye. No, no, you're welcome. Bye. Thanks.